Welcome to the Community Hotline for the community, by the community. I'm your host, Bob Fang, and today we have Boyd. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Boyd. Um, I'm a copywriter by day and illustrator slash artist slash everything else by my free time, which is not a lot sometimes. So yes, this cup is drawn by me. Uh, and my one of my clients slash collaborators turned into a cup. It's a tangling. Where can they find you, Oi? Where can if they want a cup, where can they find you? Uh, you can check out my Instagram. We was there, O O I W A S T H E R E. Yes. Could you get it? We was there. Oh. There. I was there, you know, so so I'm not here now, but I'm there. I was there. That's where I was. Got yes. it. Got yes. it. What, what makes you what makes you happy in this world? Huh? What makes you happy in this world? What makes me happy in this world is uh, doing art and getting inspired by my life and stuff. And yeah, and uh, occasionally hang out with my friends and making them laugh with my dumb jokes. Okay, let's get right into it. First topic of the day is money. Tell us, what is money? Uh, money is um, unfortunately what runs the world. You know, like we, we wish it weren't, but it's true, it is. When I was a kid, I, I, I remember distinctly writing to myself, you will not sell out. You will not get an office job and you will not sell out, but here I am with an office job, writing for money, and it's fun because money helps make things travel, and it also helps feed me, and it feeds a lot of people, and it's just it's a good motivator. Don't okay. don't fight with money. You you're not gonna win. <laughs> can you can you uh, can you describe when you were uh, when you were a kid and, and how you felt about money? What was the biggest differences between? Um, well, as a kid, uh, I would say I was quite privileged. You know, I didn't see it because I was comparing myself to other kids. But I would say, as a kid, um, I got to go to a private school that, and eventually an international school at my high school, and um, and this was because my parents worked really hard to earn the money to send me to school. For them, education was very important. Um, and hence, they tried to give me all that is that would make me smart. But I feel like maybe if I had more street smarts, I would be even smarter. But, you know, that's something I'm learning now. Um, and uh, I think the reason why I felt like, oh, don't sell out was because of how my father approached um, money making and uh, doing things for passion. So he had his own hobbies, like doing qigong or like, um, you know, the, the, his hobbies with jogging or like gardening or whatever, but he never made it his thing. And he, but he, but he was quite a workaholic during the heyday of his business. And I think during that time I saw how stressed and distant he was. And perhaps I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't do that shit, you know? Especially with my mom, they always fought a lot. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 
it's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, as, but as I grow up and um, I start to take on more responsibilities as an adult and deal with the world head on instead of behind the, the, behind the screen or behind someone else or behind my parents, I realize like it helps to have a little bit of money on you, you know, so you don't have to constantly chase things that you don't, don't necessarily need to do. Okay. So, you, got, you got top two money tips for the kids. Yeah, top two money tips. Um, if you're a creative person, that you find a way to monetize it uh, in the ways that you're able to. So for me, uh, I saw how my my illustration journey started was uh, was kind of like weird. I used to go to art school, then I dropped out, and then went to a regular uni to study a regular course. And then um, I joined clubs and did uh, work for ELE points, which is like club points for for my course or something, right? And then from there, I start to provide services to my friends, you know, who need design work as a way to uh, hone my skills and also to earn some extra pocket money. And then from there, after 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 uni, I just start to give my feeling more confident with my design work. I start to monetize there. So I guess my it's like you know hone your skills first, but find a way to not just do it for free. And then that's a good way to start. So now I'm I'm able to do less work compared to then, at, at a more like work life balance kind of way, and still earn my money. So yeah. Uh, the second one would be, um, you know, despite you don't want to do the, the free work, you should know when to adjust your rates to fit your, the needs of your client, especially if it's someone you want to work with for real. So um, with uh, some of my clients are, uh, actually most of my clients are like, they do stuff related to social work. And I, I enjoy what they do because I think it's very holistic what they do. And um, I, I'm not gonna charge them like six thousand plus if they don't have the budget for it, right? Even though if I think I'm I deserve it, but if they don't have the budget, this project's not gonna happen, and we're not gonna see it through. So what I do is um, I give them a more affordable rate, or discuss what can be done, and we build and we make it a collaborative thing instead of a I you do everything I say kind of thing. So. Yeah, and it helps me grow my skill set as well. I'm not because I didn't I didn't study to be an illustrator or, or animator or whatever, right? I studied to be a a, a writer essentially, essentially. But I I still like drawing and stuff. So this is me turning a hobby into something. You know that's that benefits my community. Yeah. Okay, I love that. I was so detailed, organized. Yeah. Yes, I, yes. Was it organized? I think I rambled yes. a bit. Organized. Okay. <laughs> that that great. When you when you talk about uh, mm -hmm. you know, like your whole your whole journey from like you know not making money with it and, and making money with it, um, mm -hmm. it still kind of makes me think. You know, before how when you were a kid and you were like, don't sell out. You know, da da da. da. Yeah. What What would you? I guess I'm thinking about kids now who feel mm -hmm. that way. Like, yo, don't sell out, you know, in the future, you know, what, what would you like say to them about, you know, about what's coming, about what's coming? Cause something's going to come, right? They're going to, 
Mm -hmm. The real world's going to hit them. So what would you say to them? Okay, what does selling out mean to a person? Yeah, what did it mean to you? What did it mean to you? Oh, well, for me, it was um, doing work just for money, just for money's sake. And because I always felt like I want to speak my truth. I don't want to bend to the will of a corporate entity or whatever. I don't want to sell lies. And a lot of my works are very erotic. You know, erotic or like just a bit um, not really corporate friendly. Right. So I was thinking like, if I have to censor my work, I'm not going to do it. But then after a while, I learned that there's a reason why we censor the work. It's not entirely just because of the corporate is being prudish. It's also just, you know, like the the reasons that, you know, Um, I would say like for other people, the turning point would be when you realize you're picking up jobs with toxic clients that might have the same idea as you. They might come to you with, oh, let's collaborate. But then the collaboration is you doing all the work and them reaping the rewards. And, um, or them taking advantage of you, a young talent, and putting you in situations that you should not be in because you're a young talent and you are just experiencing the industry. Um, yeah, and but if you have, uh, but if you have this like boundary, if you're able to establish a boundary with anyone you work with, it it helps. You know, of course, sometimes you can bend the boundary a bit. It's it's very gray area, you know, when it comes to working. Um, but ultimately like do it, what you think is right. And if it really, you can't forfeit that principle, you can let go of it or you can stick around and see why it is that some people go with it, you know? Wise words, wise words. Yeah. Tell me what, what, uh, what, what, what's, what, what is the number in your head of how much money you have to make for you to just, you know, retire? I I don't know. I'm not good with money stuff. <laughs> so pick a number. Pick a number. I uh, maybe a million. If I ever like get a million, like if I become a millionaire or a billionaire, okay, I can retire. But but like my parents, like uh, even though they're able to afford a nice house or whatever, uh, they they still work the ass off until my dad worked his ass off until he died. You know, he died on the job at the work site. So it's like. Girl, I ain't ever gonna quit. I ain't ever gonna retire, girl. I'm just gonna keep on working for the rest of my life, girl. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get a stroke in the middle of the office day, and then and then I'll fall down, and then my my colleagues gonna come out after me, like asking me for secrets. Okay, I love. Okay, yo, I, I like that here. Let me let me transition real quick, and I'll still okay. to education. Okay. Right, you're, you said that your dad uh, died mm-hmm. on the job. Can you can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Uh, he was working at a bungalow site. This is after he had retired. All right, officially the business was earning zero money, and we were living off my mom's EPFs. Uh, you know, like the savings that that a company does for the people their employees. Do you have that in America? Uh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called, but it's like a fund, like a money fund. They yeah. receive some money every month. Yeah, they give they keep it for you until you're old and then they'll release it to you. So we have that in Malaysia. It's called APF. I forgot what's the full name. But um 
yeah, so we were living off that. The EPF is actually whatever um, uh, my my dad channeled in from his from the heyday of their business. So they're really good at planning their finances. But by the time my dad retired, he had no money in his own, you know, account slash savings because he spent all the money on me. <laughs> and I was actually daughter to him. Sorry, I cursed again. So, and then, are you gonna put? The, yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. So, so yeah, um, um, yeah. So he he, even though he retired, he got a job from a fellow contractor, maybe one of his subordinates that he used to work with, or something. I don't remember. I don't remember the details, but I just know that he went to the site, and then. Uh, he had the, the the stroke, and then his co- colleagues and he asked his colleagues to call my mom, and my mom was like, "What the fuck?" And, mm, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, and then he. All right, we'll, we'll rewind it. It didn't happen. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. And then he, uh, and then he was on the floor, and he was like this, and then and and yeah, and then apparently. Apparently, when he came to in the hospital, he told my mom, one of the subcon subcontractors came up next to him and asked him for, where did you get the supplies for your aircon thing? You know, it's like it's like if Plankton and Mr. Krabs work together and Plankton asked Mr. Krabs, what's his secret recipe? What's the secret ingredient? And then as he's dying, you know, like. That's what happened, and 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 I'm just like, what? Yeah, and then he also asked my mom the same thing during his funeral, you know, and yeah, it was it was so rude, and I was you know during my grieving period, I was thinking like, oh, I need to launch an investigation. I'll be like those like crime movies. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll find out why he had the stroke, maybe. But I know why he had the stroke. My mom said he bumped his head while he was driving to the supplier. And then uh, here. And then from there, it formed a clot over a few days. And then I noticed it, you know. I noticed that he was acting strangely. But instead of uh, instead of getting him to the, uh, to the uh, telling my mom about it, I was like, what? What are you, what are you smiling at? <laughs> you know? Because... Yeah. Well, don't blame yourself. Oh, no, uh, I don't. Yeah. What? So what? 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 Uh. Well, thank you for sharing that. What? What? What are some uh, top three uh, lessons you learned from that experience? Oh, you know, if someone's acting weird, and even if, uh, like, it's really your call, if you want to alert them, like, girl, what's what's up with you, girl? Or let it fester and them to you know, result into something you don't, you know, or yeah. And just like, yes, that's one. <laughs> and then uh, the second one is like, be more observant. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Be more observant and don't let your own like biasness or disgruntledness with the person take away from something that you could have prevented. Uh, the second would be don't work with people who want to, you know, get your secrets. Like, 
I'm pretty sure they let him to fester in that pain in that state for a while. Until then, only they call the ambulance. Then again, this is me making up stories. I don't know that man. All I knew is that that man was send porn to my dad. <laughs> and, and one time he accidentally sent it to one of our tenants, and then which was a young woman. <laughs> and then and then and then my mom was the one that found out when she was trying to talk to her for work to to collect her 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 rental and then she 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 went to my dad and was like why did you send this to her and it was a girl with her tits out and she was just like this and she was and the text was like good morning sir or something <laughs> after his death i was looking through my dad's phone and there was literally a video of a woman eating out some you know it's a woman another woman's thing and then and I was like, me? What is, why is this impossible? Why is this impossible? And she's like, oh, it's not, it's not him. It's his, it's his subcontractors that are sending him all these videos. But it was saved in his phone. It was saved in his phone. Hey, guys got needs. Sorry to, sorry to. He's not that kind of man. He's, he's a man. Man, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, if you, I know you. If you don't want to believe that he, that he's a man, but he's a man, and, and men can be man things. Uh, but yeah. All right. What's number three? What's the last one? Okay. Uh, the third one. Um, I don't know. Third one. Uh, take on jobs that that could that is at, at least satisfying to you, you know? Not just for the money, you know? Holistic, as they call it. If it fulfills like some need for you to do more. So for him, the job, the last job that he had was with a bungalow owner who was into feng shui and all that. I guess maybe they were friends or something, but um, I don't know. I think he took it because he needed the rush of a job again to feel more in control but it feels a bit empty, you know? Like, if you died at some rich guy's house, is it really worth it, you know? He could have been with my mom. Oh, he hadn't. He didn't die then, like, he took a week, then he died. But yeah, it's like, basically, honestly, like that, the, the stroke was what I would consider him dead by then. So yeah, cut that out, please. <laughs> don't, don't, don't keep that in. <laughs> yes, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, die for the things you love. Die for the things that you love. Yeah. Like it. All right. Let's do a 180. Who Who are you in high school? Uh, who was I in high school? Oh, I was the girl that was kind of quiet and weird in her own world. You know Lily from Sex Education? I don't think I've seen Sex Education. Oh, oh well, Sex Education has this girl who... Uh, She's kind of weird and she always draws vaginas and penises and writes sex stories and she's kind of weird. She's a lot of weird kinky shit, like fantasy stuff. But when she goes and tries to do it, she's like, oh my God, I don't like this. That, that's me. I am Lily. I am Lily. Unfortunately, I did not find anyone to experiment with when I was in high school because everyone thought I was weird. So <laughs> uh, okay. that's fair. Yeah. What, is, uh, what is high school like in Malaysia? Um, well, I went to a private uh, slash international high school. So most of my 
peers were very westernized, you know? So they, they because we all enjoyed like American or British movies, shows, etc. And we all keep up with uh, world news and stuff. So for us, it's a little bit closer to what you guys experience, but it's it's um. We're I think we're quite tame compared to you guys, uh, but there were some scandals that happened after I left, which I think is normal. You know, it's high school. What do you what do you expect from kids, right? It's when the parents place value on it, then it's like that's an issue. So. Yeah. What was um, uh, what was a defining uh, moment in in your in your youth? In my youth. In your high school. High in school my high school. high school. Um. Uh. I. I. Uh. I. Uh. I had a crush on this guy. <laughs> he, he was like, he was my best friend in high school, but he was he wasn't hot. <laughs> nah, he was. He wasn't that handsome. He, he looked kind of weird. I liked him because he helped me out with my maths, and then I got really good at maths. I, sc I scored an A star in my maths for my final exam. So, yeah, okay. I used to be scoring Ds and Cs, and then I met him, and then we got close. And then to get close to him even more, I would, I would, I would do. We would do Skype, and I ask him how to do math stuff, and then he'll teach me. And then, and then we'll, and then I got really good at math. So yes. Okay. Did you he guys like someone else? No, he liked someone else. And then when I confessed, he was like, I don't feel the same way, bro. And then I freaked out and I stopped talking to him because I was really embarrassed. <laughs> he reached out a few years later, like, girl, I know what happened, but you know, we can still be friends, but not like before. And I'm like, I agree, but I don't really want to revisit this friendship with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. What a. Uh... What 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 tips would you have for the kids who are going through that experience of confessing their uh oh their girl he he ain't that cute girl he ain't that cute like just honestly girl when you when you look back at him and you're like 25 24 you're like girl I could have done better girl you know but then again I wasn't that cute when I was in high school so it's fine girl we we all take what we can get you know. You know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're gonna meet better men in 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 uni and stuff. Have more reciprocal reciprocal. I don't know how to pronounce that word, but reciprocating kind of relationships. And there's nothing wrong with having guy friends that you love, but they don't love you back. It's not, not the end of the world. <laughs> not the end of the world. There's so many men that I love, but I can't have. So I'm just kind of like, okay, okay. You know, all, all you need to do is um, learn how to control that feeling you have, which is actually just your pri uh, primal urges. Is your is your hormones surge in your body, telling you that you need to breed and shit. <laughs> yes, don't don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. Oh damn it! Oh, it's a third one already. Right. <laughs> Okay, I like that. All right, let's move on to the to the last topic of the day, uh, okay. which is love. Um, what is love? Uh, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Baby. Yeah, that, that's, that's what is love. 
the song. Can huh? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Oh, okay. Well, well, for love, it's like it's, it's weird. There's different types of love. If you if you're into psychology, there's like seven types of love. Um, I think the most prominent ones are like, uh, I think one is about practical love, pragmatic love, and lustful love and platonic love, which is the one that I, I experienced the most, I guess. Pragmatic love is what I see from my parents, where even though they clash in all ways, they are they they choose to stay together and work together and build the business together and also raise me together, you know? Even though there are times where they get really bad fights. And it's usually from over dumb shit. I like a disagreement of how to handle things, right? Uh, and then, and then I'll be there, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, as, as we do with as children, as a teenager. Um, and then um, eros love, which is erotic love or lust, uh, which which a lot of kids will go through as they age between puberty, because you know we're horny, um, and you're gonna keep being horny for the rest of your life, honestly. Um, it's just that you need to understand. Some sometimes you can still be like a good person when you're being lustful. You, just that not a lot of people will be the same way. You know, you need to pick the right partners. You know, be lustful for people, but don't don't be lustful for the assholes. You know, just just saying. You know, if they got if they're not gonna treat you with like basic respect, like you know, checking in on you after shit is done, like yeah, you know, don't, don't go back to them. You know? How do you how do you tell if someone's an asshole? You know, for the for the kids, you know, um, how, what would you say to your younger self? Like these are the top three signs to avoid. Okay, if this man is saying that he will teach you things, he is not a suitable lover. He is a mentor. And you should not cross that boundary because if you do that, you're going to have weird relationships with all your mentors and it's going to be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very strange. I had to draw that boundary after that first man. So, yeah. So, yes. Okay, yes. if they want to teach you something, okay, what's, what's the second one? Second. Okay, the second one is, oh, wait, 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 what was the question again? What are like the top three signs to avoid? Oh, guys? Uh, to avoid in a guy. Okay. Um, if he has a girlfriend or a wife, <laughs> don't 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 feed that crush on him because it's not gonna go anywhere, and he's gonna make promises that he's not gonna keep, and you're gonna be sad about it. And but you can make great art about it, and a lot of artists have gone through it. Look at the weekend. The weekend has a lyric that goes like, "When you're kissing him, you're thinking of me." Kind of, you know, yeah, you know, it's all it's normal. You know, you can develop questions on a married or or a taken guy, but don't act on it. You're gonna regret it, or you're gonna create great art from it. You know, either or. You know, just just don't don't beat yourself up over it. Um, and then uh, the third one is. Um, Actions speak louder than words, as cliche as it is. So you're going to have guys who, you're going to meet some guy who promises you the world and says like, oh, we'll see where it goes. But then where it goes, when you think it's going somewhere, it's like, oh, no, I'm not really into this or whatever. 
and then but he'll still string you along i still want you in my life and then you're gonna like try to try to help him out with his stuff maybe give him money when, when you don't have enough money for yourself and then you're gonna realize like oh shit oh sorry <laughs> and then he's gonna and then he's gonna run away your money and not pay you back there's <laughs> a lot of money and you and you're gonna feel too triggered by him to to ask for the money back so you block him that's what happened to me so um so yes yes no if yeah if yeah if he starts asking you for money don't do it or if he starts hinting at you that he needs money and he doesn't have anyone else to ask it from don't do it don't do it he's a he's a man He's a man. He can if he's still he's still in working condition. He can earn the money. You're not his girlfriend. You should not be giving him that kind of privilege into your life. Yes, and you shouldn't give money to people just because you want them to like you. It's the fourth. It's the fourth thing. Yes. Have you done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, what have you done? Can you can you elaborate? Tell me a story. Tell us a story. Story. Uh, I'll tell you a story of the guy. So I met this guy. I thought he was great. Um, he was different from the other guys because he was he, he gave off like a, a, a respect you kind of vibe. But then I realized he always talked about other women in bed, you know. And then um, he he kind of like, uh, I mean, I was also reaching a bit, like you know. Honestly, I I really wanted a boyfriend at the time, and he was the nicest guy I thought. Um, and he, he seemed nice and he was saying things like, Oh, I really like you. You're different from other girls. This other girl I'm seeing, I don't really like her anymore. So, you know, so it's kind of, like, Oh, okay. I'm special. And then, um, COVID happened and he starts getting lazy. He blames the weather for not being able to do stuff, deliveries, whatever. He was the delivery guy, by the way. He was a delivery guy, by that's his job that, that I, yeah, yeah. So I didn't meet him through a delivery app, but I met him through Tinder, and then and that kind of, you know. And then, um, yeah, and the it's like I, I don't want to downplay his issues because he had uh, mental issues, um, and he which stopped him from functioning sometimes. So I took pity because one, he was it's kind of hot. So, and I, I'm just, he, he worked out. So what, what can I say? That's kind of hot, you know? And then like, uh, I'm like, you know, why not? I not just invest a bit on the guy. People say that I, I, uh, I'm too picky. So why not give it, give it a go. Um, and then I, and uh, when COVID was really bad and he couldn't get jobs at all, and uh, he was running very low on funds, I decided, okay, I'll give you some money. Like, you know, why not? Like, so that you like me, you know, and then, and then I gave him money and then I even gave him money to buy his damn phone, a new phone when we were starting out. I've known him for like maybe a week or two at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he paid me back half of, half of it for the phone. The rest, he never really got around to it. And then the extra money you gave him also, he didn't pay for it either. So it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so. I just want to call a recap of the story. Yeah. So I, I understand. Uh, met a guy on Tinder. Met a hot guy on Tinder. Yeah, yeah. And then within a week of meeting this guy on Tinder, you buy him mm. a new phone. No, it's oh, oh right, right. It's so <laughs> gross. 
oh my god please don't, don't share this to the kids <laughs> it's so sad like i became it's not it's not i became those men that 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 have like honey pots and shit. i told my other friend about it and he's like girl sounds like you got a honey pot girl and i'm like ah. wait yeah. is that what happened though you met this guy yeah, on that's basically what he okay the phone thing was like he was telling me his phone was acting up and he needed a new phone so he was looking for it and he was with me so i was like oh you need money for it okay i got some extra money i can give you that time my expenditure wasn't that big right because uh covid uh wasn't so bad and can still afford like you know with my salary and time but now that you know Prices have ri risen. It's not cheap anymore to to just. I can't simply give, you know, free phones out to people. You get a new phone. You get a new phone. You. Get it was a, a secondhand phone, so it was still okay. All right, just to clarify, I didn't buy him a new phone. All right, it was a secondhand from the ex. I just, I just yeah. want to show you that this this is this is a no shame, no guilt okay. environment. Okay. Um, I just think you know you're not you're not the only one that goes through this. I'm, I'm sure yeah. plenty of people go through this. Yeah. And I think it would be very uh, brave and helpful to you know for for other women to to listen to you share, and then they're like, you know what? I'm not the only one. You know who yeah. fell for a hot guy. Yeah. Like it, it you know it, it it definitely happens. Okay. Yeah. Let's. I I I I talk with uh I talk with uh. A lot of kids mm -hmm. and you know one of their biggest issues is communicating with their parents mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, oh i can't tell my mom you know anything because she don't understand me you know um yep. you ever uh you ever go through something like that with your mom or... uh yeah i think for a period of time i just kept everything to myself because my parents have this tendency to downplay my issues you know because that, that's what the older generation does. You have to understand, they lived through it, you know. That was their life, you know. Um, and so for a long time, I was very resentful to them, you know. Uh, that because, but then I realized the reason why they're so like that is because they actively made the choice to, to be, to, to not get affected by the words of others or be affected by the issues that they face and got through it so that's what they're trying to instill in you um but let's say if something like sex uh, of course that uh, they're not going to be comfortable it's like they're seeing their child you know grow up before them and they don't want to they don't want to see that you know but it's they they'll listen you know you maybe you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to add in all the details <laughs> you just say i like this guy and then he broke my heart and you know you don't yeah just say something like that you don't have to add in like we had sex and then and then you then use a condom and then like, da, 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 da. those details leave out the the details that you think will give your parents a heart attack you just leave out the ones that are important like oh he he made me spend money on him he made me feel like this he, he used his you know that that's just keep that in that's the that's what you need help with right that's how you navigate the whole like talking to your parents so that in a way that they can understand you one and in a way that wouldn't make them die too. So yeah. But of course, if your parents are like super abusive, I would I would I would advise to talk to a counselor first. 
Okay. When you when you say you know your your parents were d- dismissive of uh, of your of your feelings and you know can you mm. can you elaborate on that like what? Mm, I will. Okay. Um. So. I mean, at the time, it felt dismissive, right? Because um, personal you know, story, personal story, personal story. Yeah. Uh, like the time I was freaking out about doing a pr- uh, printing for my assignments and I was actually having an anxiety attack. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't realize at the time, but I look back, like, oh yeah, that, that was an anxiety thing. And then my mom, instead of like helping me out, was freaking out. She's I don't like it when you get like this and it makes it about her, you know? <laughs> and, and then my dad was like calm and he just helped me with his things because he is used to it because his whole family has this this kind of issue right very, very worrisome very anxiety ridden so he's kind of it's and then she would be like um but then when i'm feeling depressed or whatever and i try to talk to my mom about it she's like do you feel alone in a room full of people? Do you feel like there's no one to talk to? Holds my hand. Have you thought about God? (laughs) Have you thought about God, really? When I was trying, when I was like dying from a lack of sleep and trying to use Zoloft and it's not working. Oh God, yeah, yeah. God was the one that I needed to talk to me and listen to my problems, not you at three a.m. in the fucking kitchen. My, my, my hands shaking from the Zoloft use. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You I know? like emotion. I know. I know. I know. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. And how how is your relationship now? Oh, it's fine. I. I just straight up told her like, <laughs> this is not nothing to do with mental health. At one point, I told her because I'm an adult now, right? Um, and I just keep telling her I want to move out. And she says, "Why you want to move out? This place is great. You just drive." And I'm like, "I want to bring boys home. <laughs> I want to do stuff with them. I don't." And then she's like, "I'm open. It's okay." <laughs> and, and then a few a few day, months later after I brought like two boys home I was like they talk 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 then she was like trying to talk to me about relationships and stuff and I was like yeah actually I actually have a lot of lovers huh? <laughs> a lot of partners already yeah and then she's like really? yeah Any, anyone is boyfriend what's that one was a boyfriend ah that guy that just told her about that boyfriend huh? and then she's just like I was never like this. Huh? <laughs> I had I had two guys chase me before. And then uh, and then yeah. So and then now she's more comfortable swearing in front of me as well. Used used to be just me swearing a lot, and they would be uncomfortable about it. Uncomfortable about it. But the thing is, my dad is a contractor, so he swears a lot. So I would say I learned it from him. But you know, that would be un- that would be also unfair. No, nah, actually, no. He, nah, he just saw where. He, oh, yeah. He would just say like the Cantonese uh, version of the F word. <laughs> what is the Cantonese version of the F word for the, for the kids? Do you? Do you? 
Diu. 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 Oh. Diu. F him. You know. Why is it like this? Oh, you know. Yes. That was my dad. Yeah. I like it. Okay. And was it, uh, did you ever have communication issues with your dad growing up when you were younger? Yes. Um, I didn't understand why he was so stone cold sometimes. And then he would try to be friendly with me other times until we got a puppy and she would come to me for affection and stuff. I'd be like, stop. Or like, I'll be very affectionate to, I realized that's the same situation. There's a kid that wants to play, but I'm working and I'm busy and stressed. So I can't, I can't deal with this right now. Uh, but the difference between me and the puppy was that uh, as a kid, I would hold that resentment resentment towards him and uh, I would not allow him the affection that he denied me so yeah in fact like it was so strange my mom would ask me to kiss him sometimes and cheek kind of thing because I think he would like that kind of relationship but if, if but we don't do that you know we, we're not that we're not that kind of I don't even hug my mom <laughs> we don't have that kind of relationship you know even now you don't hug your mom no nah. Give her a high five. No, I don't really touch her. <laughs> she doesn't touch me either. So they touch each other. I just kind of like. <laughs> so yeah. So I I didn't realize I was so touch starved until I started looking for men. So <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Touch and, uh, I mean, like, 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 not. Oh God. Cut that out. <laughs> Don't touch your kids. Embrace them. Embrace your kids. Yes. That's better. That's a better way to say it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we went through a lot today just to wrap it up. Yes. Uh, what are uh, two pieces of life advice you would have for young kids, you know? For young kids? To do what? Just to survive in this world, you know, no BS. Don't what 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 are like the practical you know practical tips? Okay, um, one thing I really learned is that even though we are very aware of social issues or things that sh should the ideal way of running things or doing things, we have to be empathetic to the older generation who. Maybe they weren't aware of it or who weren't able to reinforce what they believe. Um, and we work within our own means to make what we believe is ideal to, to happen. Um, I'll give an example from me at work. So when I first entered my company, everyone was very quiet and just distant. I think it's just because they're introverts. I'm also an introvert, but I was bored. You know, I'm a copywriter. Copywriting is kind of boring sometimes. So I tried to make jokes and, you know, just encourage my team to be less quiet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I didn't like how um, my teammate would be too um, short with me, but I also realized like she is uh, facing her own struggles. So I shouldn't judge so much. So instead of confronting her and telling her off or whatever, and saying things about her, I just 
the next time our new hire came in and she's uh, around my age and I realized she's struggling, I try to be nicer to her. And uh, now we have a nice friendship, you know, and we, we enforce a more, more supportive kind of uh, thing between us. And that will, that passes on to the, the other new hires. So, and I can sense that the new hires are more relaxed and as compared to me before. So yeah, change starts with you, you know? So if you want to see change happen, do it. And maybe your, your, your older gen will recognize it and see you trying, maybe laugh at you a bit, but it's cool. It's called having enthusiasm. That's one. Change but, starts with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you want the two advices, right? Two. Okay. Second one is, um, it's okay to, it, it's okay to mess up. Uh, yeah. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay to mess up because like things happen. Sometimes uh I sometimes like my my emotions get the best of me and my expectations, let's say I, I expect someone to do something a certain way and they don't reach it and I, I get really pissed at them to the point where it's really scary. I know it doesn't seem like it, but I can be quite scary, all right? You know, I am quite frightening, you know. I have scared a, a few men in my life that are all taller than me they are scared of me because I have a sharp tongue. I'm a copywriter. You know, I know what hurts. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, yeah, it's like, yeah, it happens. And then what, how to fix that from being toxic or being too much is you take a step back and you reassess how you feel. For me, I worked with a therapist to deal with all these anger issues. And it was a process, okay? I won't lie, I think I think I cut ties with some people during the process, but it's it's needed, you know? Anger issues happen because uh, we grew up uh, not feeling heard, right? From our parents or whatever, which was the thing for me. Mostly because my parents grew up also the same way and they just dealt with it. And they expected me to do the same way. Uh, and of course, I, I tried, but it's not working. <laughs> My mom had a bout of anger issues as well, because uh, at one point she was taking hormones to get a second child, but then, you know, it didn't happen. So, yeah, it's okay. You, you will mess up and it will be difficult and you will lose friends, but you will also make new friends when you're better. So, yeah. Okay, well, that's it, guys. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for the community hotline. Uh, boy, can you tell us once more where they can find you? Can they buy your merch? You, know, people you, can, you can find me on when well, was there on Instagram. Uh, I don't really do merch because um, shipping is a bit messy for me. So, uh, but I do commissions and we can work out something. If you want like artwork for your albums or your, uh, maybe a gift to a friend, we can discuss something. I do a lot of printmaking, a lot of illustrations. Just hit me up. Okay, guys. Well, uh, before I forget, 88 Real Estate Media is looking for members to join uh, the building of the most amazing Kung Fu school in the world. 
uh, send us a message if you're interested. Um, see you guys next time.